We're gonna get canceled if you don't spin this around a little bit. Yeah. There we go. This isn't Chick Fil A. This is corporate chicken. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. Ah, I have been recording for the past twelve seconds. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> Shit. Are we gonna go ahead and uh, are we gonna do an intro? Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you want to, like, we can we can cut it at any point. Yep. Give me some of them's. Good job. That's his favorite part. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we got the the cable mess on the table today. We're looking real professional. Fucking clean hey. up crew Jeff over here. All hey right. Hey everyone, welcome to Whacked, where we discuss topics important <laughs> to the Amp Guard community at large and talk with interesting people from around the foam fighting world. No, this is a hammer Holy. time. <laughs> there was Holy no shit. warm up to that intro, even a little bit. <laughs> I mean, perfect. <laughs> oh, we didn't even get the the intro intros into that. That's ah, fine. I can edit it in. It's it's whatever. Oh hell, no, no, no. Start. <laughs> no, it no, now. no. This is a hammer time. Oh fuck yep, it. Fine, Jeff. Push the. I'm Sir Flobojan Thunderhammer, and I'm Teflon Frosthammer, and I'm Cabbage Tide Hammer, and this is whack. If Amphgard knighthood means anything, you can't knife a motherfucker and keep it. And the thing that people need to understand essentially about arts and sciences events is that your scores don't matter. You want a black phoenix or a white phoenix? Jeez, language, man. We're yeah, on right. a freaking podcast, for fuck's sake. Mind-blowing experience, right? Hey, everyone. Welcome to WAC, where we discuss topics important to the Amp Guard community at large and talk with interesting people from around the foam-fighting world. Depending on how this gets cut together, this might be the second or fifth time that we've done <laughs> Oh, this done is going to be cut together in the least charitable way possible. Are awesome. you kidding me? Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. that's great. It's the behind-the-scenes stuff. It's blooper. You know, it's yeah. <laughs> so... We are doing a wrap-up to Serpent Belt, and in honor of that, none of us wore garb. Yeah, also, um, we all forgot yeah. garb. I didn't. This is my home. Yeah, but we could just all wear the same flows garb. Yeah, we could all hop in some triad garb. Uh, um, I'm good. The, uh, <laughs> but I want to do a wrap-up of uh, Serpent Belt, uh, and then I want to talk to you guys about um, Flame Belt, which is coming up, and we have some really cool guests lined up for that. I'm super excited. I say that a lot, but I am super excited for... Uh, uh, for some of the people we have coming up. But before we get into that, we had some interesting uh, topics of discussion for Serpent, uh, and I think that the three of us are kind of divided on some of them. So, uh, Lucas, what were some takeaways you had from Serpent? All right, so Godric was cool as hell, and I love that guy. I cannot, I, I tried to, like, build that scaffolding in my mind, like, get that that framework, like, oh, you know, game the judges, game the system. If the system's broken, fuck it, be better. But, like, I can't, man. I don't have that level of care in me anymore. Like, I am much more on the, the Dame Linden side of things where it's like, yeah, your scores don't matter. That's honestly, like, but it was a really interesting take, and it's it's refreshing to see somebody who is that honest, who's who's very much just like, fuck it, the system's broke, I'm going to take advantage of it and, and do their thing. So I didn't totally agree with it for me personally, but it was, it was a good hot take. Oh, I loved it. Like, I'm not going to lie. Um, it's my favorite take on it, to be honest. So yeah, but this is you in a nutshell. Like you, you like gaming systems anyway. No, I would never do something like that. Okay, didn't you tell the story about going to some what banner wars and hiding the flag or building an impossible to carry flag or whatever? Just making a concrete slab as a, a flag? No. Yeah, because they didn't define flag that. in their rules. So yeah, okay, mm-hmm. never you though. That was Jay, not me. Oh yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. You guys don't ever run in a pack or anything like fucking <laughs> hyenas. <laughs> No, never, ever at all. No, I think one of the more interesting things for me, too, was no matter who we talked to, it was like, what are you working on right now? And they're like, oh, fucking everything. Yeah. yeah. Like, like you would think that, you know, like, oh, I'm doing this piece of garb or I'm doing this belt. But they were all like, no, I'm dabbling in this and that and trying something new. And, and they never they never did say this is my thing and this is the only thing I do, which I thought was kind of cool. Yeah. And there's a lot of like, hey, I'm really good at this, but I am branching out a little bit and I'm trying this thing and I'm horrible at it. Yeah, like it's it's good to see people who are highly successful in their fields and being like, you know what, this part of it, not so much. You yeah, know? it's well, it's refreshing too to see people that we consider to be experts basically just saying like, yeah, I don't know anything about that. You should Google it. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. hey, I, I don't know how that works, but there are some people that are skilled. You should find them and like, oh, okay, so you don't have to know everything. I don't know is not a, a dirty word. Also, dog, it's hot as fuck in your garage right now. No, it's oh. fine. It's just you. Uh, okay. <laughs> you yeah, this is. Over there. Uh, I'm fucking dying. <laughs> this is why the the fan was on up until we started recording. Oh, I regret. It can I... get a little warm in here. It's okay. Oh, it's we'll great. we'll make it through. I'm gonna be just as beat red as I was on the last episode, which 
because of the chronology of this show, will be the next episode, <laughs> as it turns out, because of how this works. Yeah. Um, we should really, like, I have our light system uh, picked out. It's got, like, a uh, a good uh, cut light. Yeah. Um, no, so, my Neolithic Ridge hiding my eyes in the shadows is great. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Look at these it's, things. Is that what that's called? The Neolithic, ri- Neolithic <laughs> yeah, Ridge? So. Okay. Yeah. Um, but no, we should really go pick that up. It's, it's, it's 30 bucks. I'm just lazy and haven't done it. Well, that's not too bad, then. No. Um, but yeah, no, I really loved, uh, I really loved all of our guests too. Should have probably been doing this on all of the other belt months, but I want to thank, uh, Beefy for coming on. I want to thank Sir Darko for coming on. Uh, I'd like to thank, uh, Sir Godric for coming on. And Dame Fiddles and, uh, and Squire Arco. Absolutely. Well. Yes. Absolutely. Good. Thank you so much for, uh, for sitting down and talking with us. Uh, it was a whole lot of fun to get different perspectives. Um, I actually want to come back to, to, uh, Godric because I, uh, I I appreciate what he was doing, but not for the same reasons that uh, that Teflon does necessarily. Ah. But yeah, I know, right? Shocking. Um, well, and and some of this is going to come back around anyway. I know Beefy is working to do a, a kind of beginner garb series as well. So this is oh yeah this this month more than any has been really productive for us because it spawned some side projects. Yeah, yeah. Um, we'll see where those go. Yeah, but. we're uh, I've got a uh, a beginner chainmail thing that I'm going to be doing. That's just a the basic weave that was taught to me. Not two weeks ago, those were maracas. They were, um, it's the basic weave that would talk to me if for a long time listeners, if you remember the Randall episode and talking about learning chain mail, it was what he taught us, uh, when he came up. So, uh, I want to put together a video for, uh, for that, but we're trying to work out a system to, to mount our camera. So yeah. if anybody knows a really good one that is not a C bar, uh, cause we're poor. Uh, Only fans creators, get at us. You know you've got that shit locked down. <laughs> so it's a ring light, man. Like I don't know. Oh god, it? no to ring lights. Um, <laughs> they make your eyes pop or whatever. Yeah, I just look like a raccoon right now, and it's good, man. <laughs> yeah, you kind of do. <laughs> but yeah, there is. By the way, there is a picture of me, you, and Vidalia at a coronation this most recent time. I'll try to put it up in the in the notes. But it's the it is the most perfect picture of all three of us because I'm standing there like. Uh, and Jeff is standing there like, yeah, 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 yeah. And Vidalia is standing there like fucking stressed as all shit, which is everybody's <laughs> standard pose. I got to find that and, and really put it up. Good. It is really hot in here. <laughs> I, I think it's this. I think it's thing. that is where it's just, you know. Yeah. Is the wall cold? We have, a, we have our own peanut gallery today. Uh, Jeff's wife is here. <laughs> Her name is Lexi. <laughs> And I promised her I wouldn't do that again. The wall is slap cool. him. Um, it's okay if you slap me. I deserve it. I but yeah, so Beefy's take on it where he doesn't really plot and plan very much. He says, I have a need that, I, uh, that needs filling and I'm uh, coming up with a way to do it. Like I want a piece of garb that doesn't require any kind of sewing. We all pegged Beefy wrong on that too because we all oh said God, like we did. We all said like he's got to make the most of his no, materials. He has to be really meticulous and he's like what the fuck is muslin like? No, I think he's 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 putting on a front, man. It's too humble. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's fair. A lot of them though. Uh, Donnie was very much the same way. He's like I just I just go. Yeah. I think it I think it was Donnie, wasn't it? Who who was just like, "Yeah, I don't I don't do a lot of planning." Yeah, but it's kind of the build of of uh of a base, right? Like they've done so many random things that's fair that they've already mapped it out on a uh, previous project and they just don't realize it well and donnie did talk about when he was making the gauntlets that he went through like hundreds of iterations on each small part where it was a little smaller a little bigger trying it out and moving around so it's there are certain things that he's done so often that he doesn't need to put together a plan but i think that while i think that he more than beefy when he's in the experimentation phase will map stuff out and do the cardboard templates. I think this is the the same thing as when we did Sword Month, where it's like Sword Knights are just really good at a couple of fundamentals. And this mm-hmm. is the same thing. Like It's just they're, they've in, in, internalized a lot of those fundamentals to some degree. Yeah. No? We're getting a no. Care to elaborate? <laughs> <laughs> we will get you on this podcast one day. We got you into the room this time. We'll boil this frog very slowly. I was going to say, we were boiling this frog right now. Yeah, but I'd rather jump him, man. What the fuck? Yeah, remember the belt buckle? Oh, yeah. Okay, listen. (laughs) This could be, yeah. 
We've got to do that. Pack does the bullfrog jump. And I'm not opposed. Yeah, I'm not. We've been wanting to do a road trip and that like go <laughs> I out have west. No idea what the hell <laughs> there you're is, talking okay, about. This and this is a hammer time. So if you're still listening by now, you know we're not on the rails ever at this point <laughs> in the episode. So stick around. Um, there was a Netflix series of like crazy competitions. I can't remember what the show is called, but like it goes like over homegrown or something like that. Yeah, remember. and like w- the first episode talks about the crazy cheese wheel roll they do in England, where like they all chase a wheel of cheese down a hill. And then there's another one where there is a bullfrog jumping competition in California, and people have like their own secret spots that their families had for generations. They they get their bullfrogs from and they train them. And then it's basically how far can your bullfrog jump in three, three jumps? Yeah. yeah, in three hops. And the winner gets a belt buckle that is legitimately really fucking Dude, cool. It's the te- it's the Texas style belt buckles that are huge and it's like something. a rodeo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can They're I, amazing. Can we just go visit California and I'll buy you a fucking belt buckle that looks no. close to it? <laughs> no, I have to have a crazy story to go with it. Like that's half the fun. I mean, if we have our mini competition between the three of us and one of us wins it, it's probably the same. We could commission a belt buckle, yeah. Want to go look for frogs <laughs> later today? I'm not opposed. <laughs> well, like like uh, the Texas State Disc Golf Championship, the mm-hmm. the prize for that is a big belt buckle, too. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't mind that, but I'm never going to win that fucker. So, <laughs> Do they have an amateur's amateur league that I could go uh, compete in? There is in? amateur's worlds, technically. Listen, if you watch these bullfrog jumpers, everyone's kind of an amateur. <laughs> like, they're all like, this is my secret technique. Booga, booga, booga. <laughs> And every one of them does that. They're like, my secret family technique has been passed down forever. And the box is like, "Ah, it's so good. I want to do it so bad. (laughs) I want to find the Warner Brothers frog to go (laughs) on there. (laughs) Just sits there and occasionally does the ribbit that uses the whole mouth. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly. No, no, something like that would be cool, though. Uh, How did we get onto this topic again? You Uh, brought up belt buckles, and I said, I don't know what the hell you're talking about. Teflon brought up We're not going to roll pack and find out. I was was talking at both of you. (laughs) Fair, okay. Um, Sorry. Um, I won't edit that out either. If I'm going to make you look bad, I'll make me look bad, too. Um, Fuck, there was something, too, that Godric said that really stuck with me, and now I've completely lost it. So I guess it didn't stick that well. Sorry, Godric. I just really um, like that we approach the topic in a taboo way, sort of. Like yeah. Everyone doesn't, it's the, the big elephant in the room kind of thing, and I think it's a really great episode to listen to because of it, because it talks about judges and things like this in a way that isn't uh, negative to you judges, it's just a thing that happens because of, of human nature. Yeah, we have to acknowledge the problem exists, and then mm-hmm. maybe once we do that, we can talk more seriously about it. No, it wasn't, it wasn't Godric. Uh, it was Darko, and he had the thing about um, anonymized judging and, and same uh, referencing that to quality control. Mm-hmm. We're like, at the end, there is there is somebody who can track down the judge, but it is still anonymous enough that the judges can be confident. Yeah. Um, I kind of like that system. I hate it's, it. <laughs> well, I hate it because I hate it for whatever region is going to have to run that. Because mm-hmm. they're going to be the person stuck in the middle holding the, you know, the, 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 the cipher and matching everything back together, and that kind of sucks. Yeah. But it's a better system. <laughs> I I go back and forth on this. Like I think that there's merits to uh to both sides. And I don't know I I haven't done any research on what uh what Donnie said. It's not that I don't believe him. It's that I don't know what mechanisms this company was using as a control or whatever. So I think I, a lot of quality control is like that though. It kind of makes sense that it would be. Oh, sure, sure, sure. But our judging, uh, com- doing a direct comparison between our judging and quality control is not a 100% accurate comparison. Uh, yeah, it never will be, but uh, there's no money in this game. <laughs> uh, sure, sure. But for that reason, you cannot look at it and say, well, the guy who inspects my genes is just number one, two, three, four. So if we did something like that in AmpGuard, it would work just as well. And if we didn't do something like that, with, with the implication there being that if we didn't do it, it would not work out well, uh, that, that's not a, a, a straight comparison. I get the point. Yeah. And I agree with the point, but I haven't done enough. I, I don't have enough data to, to say definitively where I would fall on it. I like Jeff's idea of doing something where you're presenting an item to the judges. Uh, mm-hmm. If it's an open competition, it comes with problems because there's so many entries. I understand that's why you probably worded it like a best of the best, where the judges, no offense to anyone who's ever, in, I've entered, well, all of us here have entered ANS competitions before, and all of us here, I think, have judged ANS competitions before. I've had my stuff forcibly entered for me in an ANS competition. You I've never can, willingly done it. You can tell fairly easily who your top third are. And sure. that's, that's no offense to the people that are entering or the hard work that went in, but I mean, come on. Again, if, a top cut. 
Yeah, and, and that's what you were talking about. That's well, what I was one, getting one at. Way, is, yeah, another uh, one is, is that top cut thing. I think is really cool. Speaking speaking of a top cut, this has been in the background for the past couple of episodes, and we've never fully explained it. Oh yeah, well you can explain that. That's yeah. a pretty cool thing. Hey, Did, how was that fucking segue though? You, you mean the ripstick? I'm gonna cut you. <laughs> Not with that because it's dull as shit. But like, so this was given to me at my nighting. You can't read any of these. We'll get some high res um, pictures of it. Put them up in the video. It's fine. But. uh so this is our legacy sword. Um, this originally started with uh, Sir Leaf back in 1996 um, and was passed down to... It has a, a longer story with it that we'll tell at some point, but it was passed down to his squire at the time, Sir Sparhawk, and then Sparhawk brought it to Neverwinter to give to one of his really good f- friends, Sir Chohag, who was one of the founding members of the Triads. And it has passed down the line to there uh, with the colors, which uh, you can kind of see here, representing the belt that was given. Um, yeah, you can see like a silver, silver for sword, a... gold for crown, uh, yeah, some more then... swords, some serpents. Uh, and then my plaque, which is currently sitting in my room and has been for quite some time, actually goes right here. <laughs> so everyone that's ever gotten a sword always adds something to it. That's why you see like beadwork on it and the leather scabbard and stuff. I was going to say that handle looks, because this is, I don't mean to sound shitty, but this is a... a flea market sword but that wrap is actually quite nice thank you like there's actually there's actually like it looks like ray skin underneath it i don't know if it's real but yeah i rewrapped this so (laughs) thank you very much that was my contribution is because it's hey one day is one of you guys gonna fucking sharpen it uh no that's fair you none of you needs a sharpened sword yeah we can't bring a sharpened sword to amp guard you've seen us when we get drunk (sighs) allegedly allegedly (laughs) who gave you two axes again was that patches oh yeah yeah that was killed that was that was patches that just doesn't like anybody they took shout out patches those were really cool (laughs) they were and they took them away from me in my own smart 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 people (laughs) smart very smart you kind of waved them around immediately yeah, yeah. of course i did they're i got hanging, two axes they're hanging on his living room wall and i, I mean, sat I on his couch one day and i was like oh these are really nice <laughs> Thing. oh my god yeah. they're Why? super sharp don't touch them Why yeah i'm like there's a little line of blood running down my head. i'm like oh <laughs> shit who gave these to you no so what story i will not take you to the hospital <laughs> so quick story uh, we're all sitting in here getting ready for a recording we have a guest that's on we're explaining the rules uh to them and uh it is uh the three of us, of course, and Vidalia is over, and Luke's son uh, is over, and somebody else was over at the time. Maybe uh, Pickles? Quan, maybe? Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, Quan. Yeah, possibly. And so the, his, uh, Lucas's son is telling a story in the background. He's like, yeah, and then I, I ran to the moon, and then I jumped off a mountain and everything, and then, then I got some axes, because axes are really, really cool, and he closed the door. And all of us sat there for a <laughs> moment like, ah, oh, it's a funny story. <laughs> because my axes are well, I gotta go to make my... sure the axes are still on your wall <laughs> yeah. I'll be right back <laughs> they're buckled to my living room wall right now but they're also razor sharp because Patches the buddy that got them um, I believe that someone on Forged and Fire someone that had participated these in are a fire spared no expense kind of nighting gift for yeah they were nice. really really nice your sewing scissors can eat shit compared to these axes <laughs> <laughs> no that's how he sews and cuts things Just... that would explain some of the garb attempts I've seen <laughs> But yeah, no, I've been trying to, we have a lot of amp guard paraphernalia hanging around here and I've been trying to think of ways to, uh, to kind of make this not just our sound reflecting panels back here. Um, so we need to, we need to, to finish mounting stuff on the wall. So yeah, we've got the, I think we need to have Vidalia cut out the stencils and then we can get that all done as well. Yeah. Hey, I'm not, I'm not Monarch anymore either. I've got some sewing projects for you guys coming up too. Uh, slough coats and short shorts. Oh yeah. 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 Those have been in the works for a minute. We're we're going in short shorts to court. Um, <laughs> oh hell yeah! Yeah the 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 sound absorbing panels that you see behind us here, we're actually going to put each one of our personal crests on, um, and then maybe the show crest or something somewhere. I don't know his forehead. Wood uh, burn it. Oh, <laughs> you you like that? I you know I hadn't thought of it before, but yeah, we can He's make one it. of those temporary tattoos. <laughs> oh, temporary. Yeah, I guess that's cool too. It's whatever. It's fine. We can't we can't get Jeff an everlasting job stopper. <laughs> <sighs> Yeah, they can't grow hair long enough to get it goes away. <laughs> Fuck. Um, do we want to talk about Flame Month and what's coming up? Uh, I do, but I want to uh, I want to hit you guys with one more Serpent Month uh, thing before we Oop, we move jump on. Jump the gun. Okay, what's up? Yeah. No, no, no. It, not jump the gun, really. Um, so no, we jumped the shark to get into this. Oh, yeah, yeah, we did. Yeah, yeah of course. <laughs> so one last Serpent thing uh, here. We heard quite a bit about planning for a project or not planning for a project or having multiple projects and kind of going with a, I'm 
I'm working on whatever I feel like working on at the time and the good and bad reasons uh, that that you may want to do that. I think that for people that are uh, ha- have already had some interest in crafting, there was a lot of really good information on the table there to help them push through the what I'm going to call like the the craft barrier, the I really want to do this, but I don't know how to get started sort of thing. Um, I, I pushed for this a couple of times over the, the, the course of the month, but what do you guys think are some good ways for people to get into some base level crafts? Like, I want to start leatherworking and I've never done it before. How do I do it? I want to start doing chain mill and I've never, uh, I've never done it before. How do I do it? Well, so for some of these things, I have to, I have to defer to some of the stuff that was told to us by, um, oh God, he made the really cool plague mask. Uh, um, Lork. Lorik, uh, where he said, you know, foam uh, is a great way to start leather because you're going to need some similar tools and some similar tooling ability, stuff like that. Um, but no matter what you do, find a way to start cheap, right? Right. Yeah. Um, it doesn't make sense to go out and and we talked about this on uh, on Donnie's episode a little bit too, where you know you don't go out and buy a thousand dollar sewing machine because you want to make a tunic. You know, you borrow stuff if you can, get cheap materials, and find Just not out from if from beefy. Yeah, don't borrow beefy sewing machine <laughs> because if you fuck up the tension, he will end you. And you know what? I respect that. Um, I you know. actually like the way that you went about doing some of the stuff. Like, do you have your wallet on you? Uh, uh, yeah, and I'm sitting on it, which is fucking terrible for my spine. But yeah, but yeah, take so, my wallet. I just got robbed on a podcast. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not going to open this up because it has. Oh, uh, well, I guess I can do the passport. Oh, you can show way. my passport photo. It's terrible. I look like an eco terrorist. <laughs> I know. I was there with you, and you said, "Do I look good?" And I was like, "Yeah, man, you're great. You're a fucker." <laughs> so this is hand. This is hand stitched. It looks hand stitched. It's supposed to look hand stitched. This was one of those things where Lucas was like, "I," because he I went, had scrap leather left over. Yeah. And so this was kind of what I was thinking of when I was like, how could I get started on a project? The inspiration, if I'm not mistaken, he and I travel a lot for work and we have to fly quite a bit. So having your passport and then other immediate cards uh, available is very handy. Yep. Um, And sometimes not having it in a cell phone case like mine is where everything's together is also useful. And this is at, what would you say, maybe uh, $10 worth of leather? Um, I mean, it's scrap. I don't even know that I could put a value on it. I bought the leather for a different project, which ended up going okay. So, I mean, yeah, let's say ten dollars because there's I mean, scrap bins and TVs yeah, there and you stuff go. Like exactly, too, like so. you can get a scrap of leather big enough to make this this size of wallet for easy ten bucks if right. somebody won't just give it to you. And if yeah. you want it just to patch it together rather than the full squares or whatever, those That's, scrap bins will yeah. be super cheap and easy to do that with. Yeah, That's I mean, it. all this took was uh, an exacto knife and. Um, I had a leather punch, but I realized I could have just as easily done it with, like, uh, just about anything, a drill bit, if I needed to. Yeah. Um, but, like, the punch, I think, was $10. I mean, total total cost for this project, probably 25 bucks. So, th- my point in, in... Some of the kits that are there, if we're speaking specifically on leather... Yeah, is a great... Those, too, yeah. Yeah, is an absolute great option. My point in, in bringing that up is just to say, uh, the biggest hurdle for me, uh, at least, is sometimes just getting the project started. Yeah. Um, if you can come up with the idea that you want to do, then you should just go do it. If your idea is like, Hey, having a wallet would be really cool. And you walk into Tandy, like Teflon said, they have their scrap bin. You go talk to the, to the guys and girls there and just say, listen, I want to make a wallet. I don't really know what I'm doing. I want to make it out of scrap, maybe even patch it together. They'll help you get it all together. A lot of times they'll let you use the tools they have there. I've never been in a Tandy where they didn't offer to let me use the tools and offer to show me how to do the thing right there. Right. And this isn't just because, like, you know, we're amp guardians and we go into Tandy all the time. It's just, like, people I've never seen before, like, the new guy at Tandy's like, dude, do you want me to show you how to do that? We have a machine over here. Do you want to use it? And I'm like, <laughs> sure, yeah, why not, you know? It applies to any craft that you want to get into. With sewing, you're not going into the Viking store and asking them how to, to sew, but you, there are, there are people uh, out in the game. The Viking store? That, no. Oh, I was thinking Ikea. <laughs> is ikea a viking store they're, they're from norway or something Are Sweden. They, uh, you, okay they're from one of those countries that had nazis at some point <laughs> that's europe no no that's europe i mean yeah okay fine anyway <laughs> go, go on go on with your thing you're probably right but um tell me your quote again quantity has a quality all its own by yeah. uh stalin. Jo- joseph stalin <laughs> yeah it's a good quote god damn it it is um but yeah, no, my point in bringing up, uh, do I have an, I have an ant in here? Oh, uh, that sucks. I, I got yeah. distracted at the same time you did by it. 
you're going to die, Ant. Um, <laughs> the, uh, uh, but my point in bringing all of this up is just that there is a solution out there for you. N start with a what I think would be cool. It can be something as simple as just a sash for a sewing project. It can be something as utilitarian as I think it would be cool to have a real leather wallet. Um, and then ask someone, if you, if you have no idea how to get started, ask someone, I want to make this thing, how do I get it started? No matter what it is, you're going to find a resource somewhere. Um, hit up, if it's something that interests you with the Serpent stuff, hit up the SCA pages that are open to the public, yeah. where they talk about different um, Laurel stuff. That's what they call their Serpent Knights. Uh, or I guess our Serpent Knights would be what their equivalency is. Of a, of a Laurel, yeah. Yeah. Um, but uh, uh, they have some great resources there and some just awesome ideas. AmpGuard, I'm sure, has a couple of different um, ANS groups that you can that you can hop yeah, into uh, there. Uh, Godric has a whole group uh, specifically dedicated to weaving, for the example. Yeah, there's uh, you can find that episode. Uh, it's it should be the most recent one, or no, it's two episodes back. But you can find it, and uh, the Weavers Guild is linked there. <laughs> Anytime somebody's had a cool group, we've linked to it. It's us trying to remember when episodes are is horrible because there we record them so. We record them out of order from when you guys see them. So, yeah. Um, um, I mean, with sewing, you can do a simple dice bag or something like that too. Every every project has like a entry level, very small thing, but you, you know, don't have to start at the small thing. If you if you want, you can still kind of be aggressive and go straight to the T tunic or something like that. It's not really that big a deal. It's not. But one of the things that I wished we had had gotten had teased out of our guests that I'm only realizing now is I gotta stop drinking diet coke. Is um we have. This thing, uh, it, when, you, when you're programming, what you want to do is break something into the smallest component pieces and then join those together. And I feel like that applies to a lot of things. Like when I was making that wallet, it was like, okay, well, I need to cut out squares. And I need to figure out the size they need to be. But all I'm really doing, this whole project was cutting out different sized squares. And then figuring out how to join them together. So taking any of your, any of your projects that you want to do, figuring out what those, what those component pieces are, and then like, you know, really doing those one thing at a time is how I do pretty much everything. Um, and if you do like sewing patterns, at least the ones I've done are very much the same way. It's like, okay, you're going to do a pocket. We're going to start with a fucking pocket. And then you can sort of gauge yourself and be like, okay, is this too much or no? Like you can very quickly figure out if you like something or not. Yeah. Um, I wish we had teased that out of more people, but break stuff into tiny, tiny parts as, as small as they can be without becoming absurd. Yeah, that's fair. Large things are made from small things. Uh, yeah, probably. <laughs> I've seen Legos. Is that how Legos work? I don't know. Um, sorry, I just play Minecraft. Um, <laughs> My kid does too. It's fine. I'm cool so, with it. Serp or uh, Flame Month. Flame Month. And we've got... Uh, oh, let me pull the list up here. Uh, we just did... Uh, you'll be hearing this soon. Uh, Sir Regan from Neverwinter. Yeah. Is he going to be our first one? Oh, yeah, I think he's going to be our first one. one yeah. And then um, uh, we're... Who can we talk about? I, I know that we can talk about our second guest. Uh, well, I don't know who you're thinking our second guest is. Uh, so we've, we need to confirm a time, but Wunjo has said yes. That's who I was thinking of. Wunjo is going to come on. He was just recently knighted. I was just, I was going to butcher his name so badly. Wunjo. <laughs> he's doing all of the V9 surveys. He is all over it, and uh, he's going to be fucking fantastic. I'm kind yeah. of excited about it. He can be disappointed at us in our kingdom's V9 survey performance on air. <laughs> you know what? what? He great. should do it. He should, he should name Absolutely. and shame. And you're our rules rep, so he's going to bitch at you. That's fine. Yeah. That's <laughs> um, but yeah, I think the others we can't talk about just yet. Uh, hold on. I have the list here. I'm just going to look and double check you. Um, hold on. I'm just going to real quick. This will be fun. Oh, uh, just doing. Oh, we're, we're... Uh, we have Caden. Jason, but, they're uh, good. They haven't confirmed since we. Uh... Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, so I, I don't. Caden, Kazan, and maybe Duffer. Duffer was one of the ones that we had talked about. I also had somebody out in IM. Um, uh, okay. Do we want to name any of those? I, I don't think so. Okay. Are cool. they, they going to be lip, or lip reading us right now? Oh, they can try. <laughs> it's just, oh, they can yeah. try. It's meant to be torture. Okay, cool. Uh, wow, those are some really good guests. I hate that we can't talk about them. We, we could have cut, we could have we cut any of that out. No, no, no. This won't. is a hammer time. I'm not supposed to do work on these. This okay, is my I mean, week off. True. So people that are just listening to, to this and Just like your fucking phone. samurai sword back there. No cuts. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was purchased at the equivalency of a China Bazaar in 1996. Yeah. You might have to explain what a China Bazaar is. I don't know that those are nationwide. Oh, God, I'm old. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's the mall... Uh, 
a ninja store. Yeah, you could buy throwing stars in the mall. Yep. My mom let me do that at too young an age. <laughs> My 14-year-old ass walking around the mall like, <laughs> throwing him at the P.F. Changs. <laughs> Why? Ah, man, I was a very unsupervised child. <laughs> I believe you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, I think that there's a lot of different areas of flame that we can explore. Um, I really look forward to seeing everyone's take on uh, on, Reg- on Regan's approach to flame, which is really all about, I want to have fun and I want to make sure everyone else has fun. Like a lot of times when we talk about flame, we hear about people doing feasts and we hear about people chopping wood and whatever else. But well, Regan, uh, I mean, we're going to spoil it a little bit, but like, I don't think too much. He had a lot of like, make your own flame opportunities and here's yeah, how you can. absolutely. And I loved that. And like, we kind of hit a, a thing there that we all kind of have ideas about now. Yeah. Without spoiling too much because people got to listen to the episode, right? But like, <laughs> I, I really like this take on it of like, you don't just have to get into the Feastcrack crew. You can do this other thing. And like, yep. I thought that was really cool. Yeah. It's a good episode. You guys should listen to it when it comes out. Yep. Um, but there's other paths to flame too that don't get talked about as much. And I think that it, it's kind of a tragedy. We, we see a lot of rose flame belts. We don't see that many of there. There's isn't there two whole other damn awards that Smith lead? Uh, Rose Smith. Uh, what's the other one that I'm missing? Doesn't uh, is it Lion? Doesn't Lion lead into to it uh, does and it shouldn't. Now? It does and it shouldn't. I feel like it should lead to Crown. Lion should lead to Crown. But uh, I'm not arguing. But right now I believe I mean we could also split points. that here and say that a, a Crown belt and a flame belt are are very similar. Anyway, <laughs> I ripped absolute ass in the studio, and Lexi is dying. I'm so sorry. I just so, watched the ant crawl into the ground in the, the, the outlet over there. I had mac and cheese before what? the podcast. He's in my ground outlet? That's he's how he the, got in. Yeah, he's in the ground prong of the outlet over there. Ants live in the ground, dude. What the ho- Oh, God. Go home. Now? Yeah. Fuck, we're halfway through a podcast. Um. Um. Yeah, no, 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 but... uh. Yeah, I'm an, so I'm gonna s- kill the ant. I've got to kill the ant. All right, do it. He's Not cutting this out though. Are you just gonna plug something in? Well, no, no. Then I'd have mushed ant in my ground <laughs> outlet. I don't think there's that much ant that you have to worry about it, dude. Nah, he'll be back later. I'll find uh, him again. All right, let me know. You're keeping. Anyway, you're on ant watch. <laughs> anyway, three paths to flame, uh, and we can be kind of specific about them. But there's cr- there is a uh, uh, um, rose, smith, and lion. Um, yeah. Lion is weird because most of my time growing up in Ampguard, Lion was kind of a crown belt thing. It seems like it should be. But again, we can't, we can't split that particular hair now. This isn't the way we're going to fix it. Um, but, oh, speaking of, uh, at the most recent coronation where I stepped down, you got your sixth Smith? Oh, really? For the podcast, awesome. yeah. Uh, I don't know if I'm supposed to say this because I got to see the award rex for him. But, uh, so Teflon also got his, and I got my, I don't know, fourth. I don't know how many I'm on. I don't keep up. Oh, that's but, uh, awesome. But yeah. I thought it was really Congratulations, cool. Congratulations, you guys, it, and me. It made me feel super good, because Sir Michael recommended those for us. Really? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know if I'm supposed to reveal that or not, but it meant a lot to me. So thank you so much, uh, uh, Michael. Disgustingly professional. We are disgustingly <laughs> professional. Um, so, I'm still watching the ant. Um, yeah, I don't see this fucking bit. ant. Is, is it in that outlet? Yeah, yeah, that outlet right there in the ground for that <laughs> outlet. I don't know how... We're in a garage, so... Lauren to uh, make a head for the ant because it's straight around. up in this <laughs> he's, episode. He's now. just in the hammer time now. <laughs> yeah, remember I'll to belt him. It... I don't have a page, so I'll belt the ant. Excellent. Oh, hey, we could we could have her. Put That's a... not an ant. That's a bee. We could have her put a hat on on Jeff. Like you know what was the ant bully thing? We could have oh, her put yeah. an ant bully hat on Jeff. We could just listen. I'll just clip out Dale's dead bug from uh, King of the Hill from the top of the van. <laughs> and just, just put it around. I'll, I'll save Lauren the time. There we go. Yeah, it'll be fine. Um, but no, so I think that there is, it, there's somewhat of a tragedy here in that we don't see uh, Smiths pushed as much. There's only like two or three Master Smiths in the game. Really? There's I tried to look few. at Orc earlier, by the way, and it was down. I don't know what was going on, but I couldn't pull They've it up They've been doing at all. some updates lately. Uh, if nobody's noticed, and if you're listening to this podcast, the AmpedGuard uh, website actually just updated for the first time in a while. They're, uh, they're finally getting some traction there. Yep. And with that, the Orc and a lot of links got updated too. There's a post about it somewhere. You can find it. Um, I think Kazan almost... put it on uh, Winter's Edge. Yeah. Uh, one. I don't know about like the rest of the... Yeah, I assume they'll put something on the website soon. But... Oh, it's back up now. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's only like two or three Master Smiths, I think, in the game. 
I don't I even know how to look that up, so I'm not going to try. award in and of itself is kind of uh, lost among people to some degree. Like, they don't understand what it stands for and things like that. Well, we just gave uh, Clover, I'm sorry, uh, King Clover, now his 10th Smith, before yep. he took uh, took the crown. Yep. I think he'll get one. Ah, then he's, I mean, he's run every game in, in uh, a Winner's Edge event in the past three years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The uh, Well, then congratulations on your uh, 10th Smith Clover. Uh, I wish that I could have been down Clover there, but the I was just. working. No, just Clover. <laughs> <Fuck> you. <laughs> um, I'm proud of that one. <laughs> no, that would be really cool to see him get belted off of uh, Smith's. Um, I think it would be cool just because the guy is... Uh... Hold on. So, uh, sorry, I, I, <laughs> I think <laughs> it would be really cool. professional. I think it would be really cool to see Clover uh, get belted for that, but mostly because Clover is absolutely, like, he has stage fright and hates receiving awards, and I like watching him squirm. I'm running for Monarch. Just, just <laughs> to just twist the knife, you know? No, it's... it's yeah, uh, I'm not running for Monarch. I was lying. Yeah, that's insanity. Um, um Anyway, uh, but yeah, it would be cool to see him get it, not only because he's, he's put a lot of work into the game, but also because I like watching the guy squirm, and he's, he's too humble for his own fucking good, and I think it's funny. Clover, you already swung the bat, the ball's in the air, all you gotta do is uh, lap the bases now and not trip and fall on your face as you're heading home. So. I don't know where this metaphor started. Uh, baseball. Okay. I, I mean, like, I get it, just like. It went places. I don't know where any of my metaphors start, man. (laughs) Sometimes I start a sentence and I don't really know where it's going. I just hope I'll find it along the way. I think I've gotten a lot better after going back and listening to some of our early podcasts. (laughs) That's fair. That's completely fair. So, uh, what are some some high-level Smith things do you guys think? I think it would be easy to point to Rose because we have a lot of people that have gotten belted under Rose. What are some things that a high-level Smith is? If I recall correctly, in the rulebook, the example for a 10th smith is a six-month reign of battle um which clover's already done like two times multiple over. times yeah. yeah um so um it's basically your warcrats and the people well warcrats if they're making the games or designing the games that are being uh played during kingdom events and things like that um and the local level Honestly, the guys who are doing the champion work, whether it's the champions or not, whenever they're designing games and things like that, they should be getting smiths. Um, That's fair. It's also for uh, demos and classes, I believe, if it's defined that something oh, along those lines. I play a lot of Rocket League. I know a lot about demos. Oh yeah, I do, man. That's my favorite thing to do in Rocket League. <laughs> um, yeah, so the smith is awarded for organizing and running battle games, quests, workshops, demonstrations, and the like, while not in office, or for running such events above and beyond the requirements of one's office. Um, and then it goes on to say a first level order. The Smith might be awarded for running a good battle game at a park level. Tenth level is for running a series of fun, immersive, and well-scripted battle games or quests, providing direction for an entire range. Yeah. Okay. So workshops definitely count in there, um, that kind yeah. of thing. I mean, I remember getting, when, when, when we did the, uh, the big switch, I remember getting kind of backdated a lot of uh, uh, Smiths for stuff where like, I had ran uh, an in-class workshop at an event on basic single sword or something for people that have been in the game for under a year. And here's a, here's like an that, interesting right? take. Um, it says here, no one has ever achieved Master Smith without sponsoring an inter-kingdom event successfully. Ah, oh, cool. So anyone else could do it from our kingdom. We're not doing any of that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we had an I inter-kingdom think that bar's event. a little too high. We, we had an inter-kingdom uh, event. You're we had an about... Olympiad here. Okay, we did have an Olympiad. That's yeah. fair. Um, I think that bar's too high, but that's a that's a whole separate discussion. Maybe we should actually bring that up with some of our next guests. Yeah, possibly, but I don't know if we'll get any of the Master Smiths or anything. So we we should bring <laughs> back on uh Clover. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, it could be good, and see see what he thinks about it. We could do a monarch a monarch conversation too. <laughs> no, we can't. No, I'm kidding. No, we could. <laughs> it would just kidding. be me going Clover, run. <laughs> you have to run, Clover. Get out. <laughs> Oh, um, man. What's the opposite of ASMR? That's what I just did. Yeah, right. Oh, my God. Was it Lions, right? That was the other one? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Lions. I, always, I don't know why, but I always, in my mind, think Griffins, and then it's actually Lions for some reason. Um, but, yeah, so Lions is also a weird one because it's leadership outside of office, basically. So that's really hard to define, and people... It's the people who are doing things that you expect them to be doing things, basically, and they're not getting awarded because... Usually, they just are the people who you're like, oh, 
hey, we need something done. We'll just ask Lucas to do it. And then Lucas goes and does it. Yeah. And it, nothing's ever thought about it. Yeah, it's 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 in this weird gray area, it seems like, where like it's for leadership, but only for when you're not elected and we don't know what else to give you. So, well, okay. <sighs> then let me throw something out here that uh, given the, the description that you just now did, if I was the head, if I was the gate crat for the whole event or the uh, clean cleanup crat or uh, the poppet crat, which in our kingdom we have someone that uh, works with all of the kids because pe- we're a family-friendly yeah. kingdom. People are encouraged to bring their families. Um, d- does that default to... Rose. Yeah, so I- this, is, this is kind of the problem with it, right? Um, a lot of the things from both Smith and Lion a lot of times get given roses which is why we see a lot more rose flame belts than we do others. Well, and I think that we talked about this on one of on, on on a podcast at some point, but part of that isn't necessarily a it's not a malicious thing and it's not a I'm trying to misrepresent the awards. If let let's say that Teflon does something and he has eight roses and everyone in the kingdom is like, "Holy shit, this was one of the coolest things I've ever seen. It was so rosy." Uh, you know, but it should be, you, you should be getting a Smith for this. Mm-hmm. Like by book, a Smith is what should be awarded. And the monarch says, I don't want to give you your third Smith. I don't even want to give you your third and fourth Smith for it. I want to give you your ninth rose. The work that you did was actually way up in the, the ladder, but giving it as per rule book as, aspect so like that is really hard. To can do I throw a wrench right. into this whole discussion sure. we're having wrench right me. now? I'm going to read the description for from from the V8 rules of play the description of that's a lion. That's wiki, so I don't know if that's I mean, I can click on the link to the but it is <laughs> I actually did check it against the the actual PDF. Um lion, awarded for going above and beyond the call of duty in the execution of an office or for leadership outside of office while performing a service to Anthgard. Does that first bit not So this is the hard part about that, right? Okay, because yeah. whenever you look at uh, prior to the crown conversion crown uh award conversion, it was uh, however many points for excellence, uh, excellent service or excellent terms in office. So how do you not get lions at the same time as getting crown points in that system, basically? But everyone just basically rubber stamped the crown points and then said, "Okay, here's your crown belt." Eventually, right? Yeah. Um, and that's kind of the thing, and why it should probably be technically under crown, in my opinion, anyway. Um, but you know, this is one of those weird things about it, like. Uh, we have con- we've given um, Heralder, I think, his eighth uh, rose at one point because he stepped up because we had a Warcrat uh, cancel no, 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 that's me. like a day yeah. in advance or whatever, and then he picked it up and did a bomb ass job and got his eighth rose, which yeah. I don't disagree with, but it could have just been a lion. Well, I don't hate de- say phrasing it that way, and I think that's part of their thing, right? Well, but right. also like, would it have been more beneficial to give him a rose? Or, or if him, we, yeah, or would he have gotten his so. third lion and like, well, fuck it, we're kind of giving him nothing. Like that's a, right. That's the that's kind of the hard thing about the award system, the way we, way we have it with the multiple prongs. But I still think the multiple prongs is the better way to go instead of just being the four prongs of, or just four ways and one way to it. Basically, yeah. Zoltan wants to know if we want to play league. Hi, Zoltan. How are you? <laughs> um, hey, is, he doesn't uh, watch this. No, no, absolutely, no, no, absolutely not. not. He's in the whack. Discord though. Um, by the way, if you haven't joined the Whack Discord, you should join it. Uh, we get on there and talk occasionally. We're usually in there uh, three nights a week or so, playing games or yeah, doing something. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll be. I would honestly be there more if people wanted to talk. Yeah, if you want to like hang that. out or something and and come and talk, we're happy to to come and talk. Got some good memes. Uh, some spicy I, I, memes. I, I I don't. There's know. a whole channel for disc golf. Uh, yeah, we can definitely. Oh, we need to uh, uh, Anatole. We got to give him an invite, don't we? <laughs> oh, that would be. Cool. Oh yeah, <laughs> just to the disc golf. Channel. <laughs> just, just he only gets access to disc golf, but he does have admin privileges, so it's fine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, we got to go out and visit that guy. Uh, I got to yeah. go out and play disc golf with that guy. Yeah. Yeah. Right. You know, I spent no joke. I spent about an hour and thirty minutes at at Coronation talking to Jarek uh, about disc golf. I believe that <laughs> he's huge too. into disc golf. I had no idea. Yeah. It was really cool. I believe that. Jarek's a good guy. Oh, I love that guy. Um, no, so a uh, couple more guests we've got lined up that we can't reveal yet. Uh, maybe if people can read lips really well, they'll figure it out. Um, <laughs> but I, these are some questions I actually want to ask to Crown, or not to Crown, I'm sorry, to Flame Knight. Like, Flame Knights, explain yourselves in your crazy awards, wa- awards ladder. Like, what's going on here? Um, they don't know. They're no, 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 no. But they, they certainly <laughs> have to have thoughts on it. Yeah. 
Well, like, I want to know, not because, like, fix the problems with your belt or whatever, but, like, tell us why it's like this. What do you think? Or, you know, is this good? Is it well, meant to be this Smith's way? Smith's was originally a, uh, like, household, like a Smith's Guild, and then they made it into an award later on. Yeah. No. Oh, oh, it was. Um, okay. Yeah, I, you also end up with, you also end up close to both with, with Crown and, and Flame, I, I feel like. I mean, Kazan was technically sort of. qualled for, for both for a very long time. But there were other people that uh, had not been knighted, and he um, he defaulted to allowing them to have a ceremony rather than taking his second belt for years and years and years. He did that. Uh, I want to say like eight. Um, I'm really close. I think that I'm at uh, eight or nine roses. I don't know right now, um, but somewhere close to there. So it like they are frustratingly adjacent uh, in that. Uh, you you end up very close. I, I remember being asked by the Knight Circle, like, is there one, would I accept my crown belt or am I waiting on my flame was the, the crux of the question. Because some people really want to get one belt first over the other because it's a tradition in their line or something like that. Hey, I don't get to, tradi- I don't get to dictate <laughs> other, other belt lines traditions. My answer was, no, no, anything that you would like to give me, I would be very honored to receive. Uh, but, uh, but you end up, uh, I, I have noticed uh, as we have looked up different people that were going to be coming on the show, that they either qualled for both of those belts fairly close together, or, um, and I say qualled because it could be that they didn't receive them. I forgot. Don't look, don't look, don't look. <laughs> oh, I, pulled... I did change your picture in the Amtweeky to the one with you holding the gun. No, no, I looked it up a moment ago okay. and I saw that. Um, the You photoshopped that in like 2010. <laughs> We were still out at Carl Cowan. Photoshopped is a very charitable interpretation of what I did. I clipped it out with Microsoft Paint and pasted it onto your hand. But yeah, we'll call it Photoshop. Thanks, Clippy. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah. Uh, Clippy. It's, don't. I, I don't have a problem with the fact that they're close. It is just... I wish that there was a way to, um, to achieve more separation in them. Maybe that's a good way to put that. Taking the line out of excellence office would do some of that um, because then it, it truly separates them. Well, I mean, just, just coming off Serpent Month, I mean, you know, you have your Master Garbers, your Master, uh, well, just straight Master Dragon, there's Master Owl. Like, all of those kind of indicate that you're good at a specific subset of things. Mm-hmm. And then when sure. you get to, you know, Master Rose, like, what are you good at? Some, because, and, well, but I mean, like, the the blanket response right is like chopping wood, washing dishes, and that's not true. They're really good at some shit, and you yeah. just have to like you. The problem is you don't know by looking at them. Well, and there. So here's some of the. I, I said that they were very adjacent, but I didn't really unpack that. By the time that you get high enough that you're getting your tenth flame, or your your tenth rose, sorry, or your your master flame, you have become good at organizing people, almost by necessity. Because you wouldn't have been able to, your sanity would not have lasted long enough if you were bad at organizing people to make it that far. That's not to say that every single master flame you come across is going to be some kind of master strategist as well. But they have had to organize a kitchen. They have had to organize people at an event. Because often, at least in our kingdom and in our parent kingdom, the higher level roses have been given out for things like autocratic events. Um, I can't speak for the rest of Ampguard. But that is that quality is also something that you see a lot with office as well with people running for for monarch you have to have that exact same skill set to do the exact same job and i think what ends up happening is people that are attracted to that kind of work do both yeah yeah absolutely you're playing to your strengths sort of thing right yeah i just i don't know i still wish there was a way to distinguish you know easily like what this person is really 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 good at um, because like, I'll be really honest with you, even though we've already done the interview when we first started with Regan, I was like, okay, so I don't know anything about Regan. You know, I've, I've met him like once, uh, and this was forever ago. Like, I don't really know the guy. Um, and like that dude is crazy fucking talented. He loves role play. He loves making shit happen for his kingdom. That dude is willing to go all out for that. And that was 
Never once did he talk about like, oh, I ran this feast and it was really cool. He was like, Not I played once, this yeah. character and this character and now I'm playing the... What did he make you say like five times? What's he, the name of the character? He like, has uh, several different dick-based character names. <laughs> and just, I'm not going to, just watch the fucking episode. It's really funny and he's a really cool guy. Um, but Jeff made him, Jeff made Lucas read all of them off. I got a, I got a swiggity swooty. I did not, he chose to do that himself. You made yeah. me pick one and swiggity it was Swiggity swooties after that booty, I remember that one. Yeah, there, there was a, but like, they were all really cool characters and he actually had whole fleshed out backgrounds for them, which is nuts. And, like, I, it just never occurred to me before that, like, oh, yeah, that's a path to, to a flame belt. And yeah. that's not washing dishes. That's not chopping wood. That's just a really cool fucking thing that you can do if you, you were so inclined and creative enough to do it. Yeah, it's, it's getting out. It's interacting in battle games, which is a lot of what our game is, in a way that makes it more fun for everyone. It's engaging newer people, because that was something... You, you, we're, we've talked about it enough. You should just go watch the thing. Um, <laughs> we're really, like... Like, to just watch the next just, episode. It's let's amazing. Let's just go ahead and play it now. Yeah, just roll that beautiful bean footage or yeah. something. Fuck it. <laughs> I don't know. Are we allowed to say that? Is that a copyright strike? Ah, probably not, no. YouTube don't copyright we strike don't, us. Listen, <laughs> we have 115 viewers. Why would they? Hey, by the way, thank you, 115 viewers. Right, yeah. Not, listen, not, not looking the gift horse in the mouth. I'm just saying YouTube has bigger, bigger fish to fry. For those that haven't, smash that like button, hit that subscribe <laughs> I like, I do, I, I respect you figuring out a way to work it into all the, the latest episodes. <laughs> That's really good. Vidalia said that we, should work, that we should work in a call to action, so I try to work it in at the worst possible place. That's my goal. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, no, we've got some cool guests lined up. I really, I, like, just going through this has given me some questions I have for the next couple of guests, um, so this will be cool. Um, really excited to talk to Wonjo, too. I think that's going to be a fun one. Mm -hmm. Oh, um, Yeah. I think that's all I've got for Flame Month, unless we can reveal the next coming guests, which I know we can't. Um, so, uh, do we have a story that we haven't shared before that we could share? Um, told the one about B getting stabbed. Oh, that was a fun one. Left Zeb at gas station. Lexi, what's a story that we haven't told yet? I know one that somebody could tell about Lexi. Uh, then good night, folks. Thank you so much. <laughs> so long. <laughs> Is this the ladle story? No, not oh, ladle. Okay. It wasn't ladle. It's the uh, the sleep deprived uh, cheese scissors. Oh fuck! No, I wasn't at this event. I only heard of it like secondhand from Chops. Oh, so you were there, weren't you, Flo? I I'll actually tell. I'm bad at times. Jay was there. Just I get him on the phone. He's a he's yeah. a, a call in guest now. I yeah. Flo well, wasn't. There. Yeah, I wasn't. But I will tell a Lexi story. Uh, real quick, since we're moving into Flame uh, Belt Month, um, and I think that we told part of this story just in passing before, but this is more of a talking about making things easier on yourself uh, and reasonable steps when you're trying to plan things out. Really, really early on in our principality's history, Lexi was going to do a feast, and rather than do it the hard way, like so many people that had come before, she found something that would refrigerate well and would taste good, legit taste good if it stayed refrigerated for 24, 48 hours, which in this case was shepherd's pie? Well, no, it what was... was it? Uh, I'm asking, that wasn't... Pork loin, yeah. Oh, it's pork loin. There you go. Uh, and baked everything ahead of time, brought it to the event, uh, and heated it back up there. Uh, and so there was, there was almost no work done. There was no scramble in the kitchen. Anyone who's ever had to work in the kitchen, even in passing, knows what it's like right before when you're trying to get everything ready. This was a, a reheat 80 plus percent of the entire meal. Did there, were there any sides that maybe you, you popped on the stove there? Yep, there you go. So, so if you can or can't hear, I don't know, but it was made mashed potatoes on site and everything else went into crock pots. Yeah. It's like baked beans and uh, as Jay put it, uh, or Subway, uh, it was a TV dinner. Yeah. Feast. Well, listen, listen, listen. It was crazy. If good, it's on though. time and it's hot, it's the best feast I've ever had. It was crazy good, and I took some inspiration when I ran a feast from her and got uh, borrowed some crock pots from the church down the road from me that are those huge ones like they use at the big revivals. Did you just admit to robbing a church? I didn't rob. I asked if I could borrow it for oh, a okay. nonprofit organization. <laughs> okay. And they said yes, yeah, and I brought mm -hmm. them back in good condition. Um, but I, I, 
I borrowed her idea and uh, I did something where I went out and bought uh, something that I could set in those large, uh, they're, they're basically enormous crock pots, right? And I set it to cook for 48 hours or something on the slowest setting that it had so that I didn't have to mess with anything. All I was doing then was popping some beans on the stove and heating them up. I don't remember what else we had with it. But uh, be creative when you're, uh, th this goes into some of the things that we're going to be talking about, but be creative when you're going into different ways that you can um, help the game out. And that's really what you should be thinking about when you're, when you're saying, hey, I think being a knight would be cool someday and I'd like to, to work towards a flame belt. Don't think about like, how do I get into the kitchen crew or how do I do this? Start addressing it like, how do I work, help the game out? And if there is something that you want to do, like you like cooking, I, I really enjoy cooking. Um, but if you, if you like cooking and you want to go into that, be smart about how you're doing it. Plan ahead where you can, cook ahead where you can, make things easier on yourself uh, when you get there, uh, and make everything ahead of time for your friends. Like bring your friends over. Once COVID's done, you're able to. Bring your friends over and cook in a small batch and have it set for a day or two in the fridge if you're wanting to do this pre-make stuff. The humble lasagna has been some of the best feasts I've ever right? fucking had. Everybody poo-poos it. They're like, lasagna. And I'm like, it's fucking cheesy. Dude, it's hot. It's it. salty. Like, it's everything I want after a whole ass day of fighting, and it takes a very little effort on site. Like, yeah, you have to prep, but still. Also... There's one feast that still sticks out to me, and I don't know whose idea this was. I don't know if it was you or tie-dye, um, but it was like chicken. It was like baked chicken, but you used like cornflakes. That was the same feast, wasn't it? No. Yeah, because it, it had, so it was basically chicken that could all be prepped and then baked, and it still tasted like crispy fried chicken, but it was cornflakes on the outside, which were extra crunchy, so they didn't get super soggy. That shit slapped. That was really good. <laughs> She won't. Not for ten dollars. I know. Um, What's going on? Jay said that if if you told the cheese scissor story, he'd give you ten bucks. <laughs> what about a new disc? <laughs> he just said ten bucks. <laughs> ten ten dollars for a disc is not. No. Uh, you oh so we were talking about disc golf. Lucas got this disc. He was so proud of. He'd been practicing night and day with it. He had it's it's a. Uh, mid mid approach, uh, I guess an approacher putter like eighty hundred eighty foot. It was a brand new Jokeri, and it. I, I I mean, every time I talked to the guy, I could hear it, you know, in the background going off. Left it in the car, it melted, fucking melted like an old record. <laughs> <laughs> it, it looked like this when he, he's like, I want to show it to you. I've been so excited about showing it to you. And he pulled it out, and I mean, you could do this <laughs> with it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, the the biggest shame of that is I got the disc the same day that I like found out my back was just completely borked. Yeah, just there's nothing left there, and uh, and I was like, I got this new disc, I want to go throw it, and then like that day, my bad just couldn't even stand, and I never got to throw it before it just died in my car. Yeah, so. that sucks. I'm gonna see if I can't like heat gun it back into place. I mean, <laughs> you know, we'll see. We'll give it a shot. <laughs> I was really excited about it till till that. Did you get him to call? I saw you message him. Is he going to call? I don't know. It's done. Uh, Jay says 20 bucks. <laughs> uh, she Why help. not? In oh, events only No, no. Those, uh, those exist. As the keeper of the stories, events only <laughs> stories exist for what, liability reasons. What if, in theory, Flo has a separate uh, side project thing that is telling stories specifically that would be told at event. Would you tell it there? He's talking about like a, a, a whack after dark, which... Whoa, whoa, whoa. Listen, it, it'll be on our OnlyFans, Only right? Only wax. Only <laughs> wax. Oh, my God. So we are starting our Patreon now, and a dollar yeah, yeah, yeah. a month is going to get I've, you access to the... <laughs> I've genuinely thought about this, because like sometimes we'll have a guest on, and we go for an hour after the episode ends, and it's like, you know, sometimes we can't record that conversation or whatever, but sometimes it's just like we continue to shoot the shit, and that would go great on Patreon. Like, <laughs> Yeah, it's it, behind-the-scenes stuff here, since it's a Hammer Time episode, too. We've actually discussed doing some kind of Patreon before to help us upgrade equipment this and things like that. This shit ain't cheap! And at the time... Uh, the the three of us have have kind of taken up a, a saying that uh, that Jamie and Adam used to have from uh, MythBusters. We want to be proud of what we do, and we also want to be proud of what we don't do. And while everyone was in the middle of the uh, middle of a pandemic, um, whether you were willing to put extra money towards a Patreon for our silly show or not, we weren't really 
willing to accept extra money. Yeah, we all managed <laughs> to keep our jobs. We weren't hurting for it, so we just did the thing. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, maybe doing a Patreon, uh, we're starting to come out of it. Um, I, maybe now would be a fun time to, to start it, and we could do some fun tiers. I don't know a lot about Patreon. You'll get, uh, for $10 a month, you get uh, Jeff's beat picks. Oh, yeah. You don't want those. Now, for fifteen dollars a month, for, I won't send for you. <laughs> a month, you don't get Jeff's feet picks. Actually, it's we, a weird system. Yeah, we should have a tier where it lists what you don't get for. for it's all. It's like jazz. It's all about the notes you don't play. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! Yeah, come on, we could do it. No, um. I, I don't know. I've genuinely thought about it. It would be cool. Also, like we have a lot of like blooper shit that's genuinely kind of funny that just goes up here. Yeah. Um, I also want to put the survey up at some point on Facebook to figure out kind of the direction of the show after we get past all of the months. And we also have a lot of side projects we want to do. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. There are. I'll, I'll tease it out there because maybe it'll make us do it one day. But um, a couple of other like Amped Guard adjacent podcasts have wanted to do like a Cribs collab. Because we yeah, keep talking, no. we keep talking about going through <laughs> Jeff Teflon's fucking garage and seeing all the cool stuff in there. And then Merrick reached out and was like, "Dude, I'll go through my garage and pull out all of of Imhog stuff." Oh, like, speaking well, of that, uh, Merrick threw up a TikTok of uh, I, of his old axes and yeah, his dude. shield. Yes, <laughs> so that was good. yeah. He's like these axes and like you can see the PVC and the and the the turns of it and stuff. It's really cool. We should have we should have gotten uh we should have gotten Jeff and Lexi's garage before they did their third huge purging. I mean, it's still impressive now, but before that, it was... I still think we should do it. And, like, there's there's a lot of cool stuff we can do. push the car out of it. <laughs> yeah, and that thing don't have brakes, and you got a steep driveway, so... Yeah, yeah, you should get that fixed. I was trying to, and then it didn't start again, so good, good stuff. Nah. <laughs> well, listen, we can work around the car, but, like, something like that would be cool. We've talked about doing, like, Whack Plays Disc Golf, which I think could be goofy. We could do a, a tabletop game. Tabletop would be cool. Yeah. And we have so many fucking choices. Uh, yeah. Oh, well, I was meaning like an RPG, like D and D or something like that too. That'd be cool. Um, Are we gonna uh, nose goes for DM? Like not it? Oh, I would just default to float. Yeah, I, I'd like to be DM. I think it'd be fun. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. Whose story is the true story? Could be oh, good. Like two truths no, and a lie. Oh, that's horrible. I don't I... Know. Oh yeah. I... I can't participate in this. Yeah, all of your stories are exaggerated. It's so going to be... They're I not. Can't. Not all of them are. I mean, I, I can't I name one that's not. Her, but she said, I want uh, two people to say, tell the same event story. Yeah, same Gil- event story and then figure out whose is the true version of it. Mm-hmm. Gillen has said, he's like, you know, one of the reasons that I tune into your podcast, which I called his bluff, he doesn't tune into us, but... He's tuned into a couple. He's he's had insider info yeah. on some of those. For the sake of the, the conversation, he's like, you want to... Because I love hearing stories that I was a part of and thinking back, and that's not how that went at all. I guess, I guess it's just better for TV. And no, man, that's you're you're just old and you've forgotten. That is actually well. Sometimes we leave out parts of those stories too, just to you know to, to keep everybody a little you know little free from jail. Clean. No, not jail. <laughs> nothing's, nothing's jail worthy. But like you know, no. But the point of that was that Beefy, uh, w- who was also there, totally backed me up on the entire thing and we convinced Zeb that he was had, was just insane and had been slowly forgetting On things. today's episode of Gaslighting My Boss <laughs> uh, Zeb's side would be great. Yeah, I, should... hey, joke is, joking aside, like as a, as a storyteller joking aside, Zeb tells really good stories. Yeah, oh yeah. He really does. Great, uh, honest to God, like this is no joke, great visual comic. He is. Yeah. His he hand is. gestures, his timing, everything's really good. It's this timing. Uh, you know, he gets thrown or something. You know, all, all the stories about somebody getting thrown out of a van. He's got the he's got the like the the impact down pretty well. <laughs> Just saying, you know, I notice it. Okay. Um. Also, one of the one of the things that we could get are some cups so that we're not sponsoring McDonald's, Chick Fil A, <laughs> and everything else. Now, I'm actually doing this as a gift. Uh, Videlli actually sent our the um what's the heraldry? The, the, well, yes, but the image Press. file. That I needed um, a PNG. It wasn't a PNG. Thank you. JPEG. A no. JPEG. What's the? Do I look like I know what a JPEG is? <laughs> <laughs> no, the CAD. Uh, uh, okay, I'm done. Um, I got uh, the uh, images. The SVG is is the yeah. other. Yeah. I got the images Spectre. that I need, and I'm actually gonna go ahead and uh, send off. And I was like, "This is cool. Where's yours and Quan's?" And all I got was a ellipses. And I ha- she hasn't replied since. So yeah, I'm sure she'll she'll get around to it. She got really busy with scrolls. Um yeah. around oh, she coronation. Really good scrolls. Yeah. 
She got a got a ninth uh, dragon for that one too. And yeah, and so. I saw that her ninth dragon was a scroll, which is hilarious. A scroll with a Judas Priest lyric, and if anybody knows, that's that's her favorite band of all time. <laughs> so that was really cool. No, actually, I have a fun story about that. If we want to do a story time, I have one that I can roll us out with. Oh, okay, cool. no, that would be really good. Before you do that, uh, yeah. hey Vidalia, if you're listening, how's Ozzy doing? Oh God, Ooh. she checks every day to see if Ozzy Osbourne's still alive. Um, <laughs> priorities, we can talk about that. Yeah, but. right. So uh, this is uh, starting a couple of months ago. So our, our coronation, where I stepped down, Clover stepped up, was this past weekend. And uh, so a couple of months running up to it, Vidalia starts going, hey, do you think I'm going to get my ninth dragon? Because I'm doing a lot of scrolls. And I said, well, I said, you know, it's, it's kind of hard for me to give you your ninth dragon because I'm your fiance and I'm the monarch and that's a really high level award. I don't know that it, it makes a lot of sense for me to give it. It's kind of conflict of interesty, you know? Not knowing that I'd already decided I was going to give it to her forever ago, right? So she goes, ah, I guess that's fair. And then, salty. I mean, like, pillar of salt. Like, every day for the next two and a half months, it was like, well, so-and-so's designed, you know, some scrolls, and I've designed more than they have, and they have their ninth dragon. Like, I don't understand how this is fair. And I'm like, yeah, I know, but you should probably talk to Clover. Maybe he'll be able to award it to you. I just don't feel comfortable with it. So we get (laughs) to the day of the event, and she's, like, deflated. And we're the type of people, I don't keep anything from her. Like, I tell her, you know, as much as I can, you know, where there's not, like, an NDA or something like that. Um, but as far as, like, awards, you know, she's, she's got access to the awards template. She's the PM. Yeah, you right. know, and so it kept it off of that, kept it off of everything. She has no fucking clue. I'm giving out awards, and I call her up before the court, and she's like, she's like, this is it. This is it. This is my time. Yeah! You know, and she's like, I can see, she's, she's, she's vibrating. Shaky. She's shaky, yeah. Yeah. And she walks up and I'm like, Bedalia, for all of the scrolls that you've made, I'm giving you your seventh order of the rose. And like, dies. She dies. I watched the light go out in her eyes. This is those Uh, TikTok compilations of watching people die inside. Yeah, exactly. Like, she died inside. And, you know, she's like, thanks, you know, and goes and stands back in her spot or whatever. And then we're going through. People got kind of salty with how we had organized the awards, but it was specifically to, to... kind of yank some people's chains because we went through them in order of award, not in order of person. So people ended up getting called up several times. Oh, yeah, yeah. I finally get through all the roses. I start doing dragons. You know, I'm calling through and Vidalia's just in the background, just, just (laughs) defeat. She's like, I don't even care anymore. And, uh, and so I finally get to the last award and all it says is the piece of paper that says ninth dragon. And she has a scroll on the table that no one but me and like, and, and uh, Obscura and a couple of other people have seen. Right. And so I, I pick up the scroll and I'm holding it, and I look down at Lauren. She's not even looking at me. She is just like, like I'm like, surely to God she can see it. <laughs> Baron Avidalia, step before the court, and she's like, oh, okay, ninth dragon, and she's like, motherfucker, like, like she she genuinely like up until that moment was so pissed and so salty about it, and then I got to like actually jump her with it. You about got her cataplexy to go off too. I kind of did. If you watch that video, she starts yeah. to slump. She yeah. starts to kind of droop a little bit. Um, yeah. So it was, uh, it was Ferris Oxide, and this is actually the wife of our current King Clover. Um, she made the scroll, and it is a fantastic piece. It's got a really cool dragon uh, cradling an onion on it. I'll get a picture of it. But super cool scroll. She did not see it coming at all. It was one of those things that, that I was able to actually keep hidden from her, despite the rage it instilled in her for like two and a half months. <laughs> That's awesome. I was pretty proud of that one. That and, uh, oh, got Clover with his tent smith. He, he, got, he didn't know that was coming either. So got a couple of surprises in it. Yeah, congratulations to, uh, to both of you. You, put in, you. you guys have been putting in a whole lot of work. Uh, they're, they're very much deserved. And really anybody who's been putting in work through the COVID stuff. Because like, oh, yeah. without you guys, it wouldn't be in garb during COVID time. 100%, yeah. In, invaluable, invaluable. Um, pre-recorded, Lucas? You want me to roll us out? Wait, wait, wait. wait. Jeff's wife has one more question. Is Flame Belt really a belt on its own, or is it just a catch-all? Does that mean, like, like this guy's done a lot of stuff, he should be a knightless chief of Flame Belt? Yeah, I don't disagree with that. We can get that in. All right. Uh, The answer is yes, it's a (laughs) catch-all. Good night, folks. (laughs) Thanks, everybody. Gotcha. Hey everyone, thanks for listening. If you liked what you heard, be sure to subscribe to our podcast on YouTube or Spotify to get notified about new episodes. And make sure to follow us on Facebook for announcements and more.